Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Wednesday. This is the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals. It is Wednesday. It is it is Wednesday, December 13th. Uh the last few days have been kind of crazy for a lot of us. There's 12 days until Christmas. Um Apparently, uh, it's National Violin Day, so that might get you in the mood. When I was uh, a kid and I would ride around with my mom, I would do uh, violin concertos in the back seat, and it would go something like, <laughs> I'd be like, and now it's time for violin concerto number 27. <laughs> When I think back to like the stuff my mom was having to put up with, like, and she would applaud at the end. <laughs> yes, then I would bring in the cello. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to all the weird kids out there and all the parents who are cheering us on. All right. Now let's talk about what we got to talk about today. So we're going to talk about uh, there's a country whose politicians ain't fooling with Denzel Washington's movie roles. Apparently they feel that he is an absolute disgrace to the role that he has been cast in. We're going to tell you what country it is, what role it is. We also have an update on uh, Sean Combs and what his latest allegations could mean for the world of hip hop. Journalist Garrison Hayes will join us for why you bring up all ish. She's going to break down the history of whiteness and white identity because there is a difference. Later, we're going to give some advice on my segment, Am I Trippin'? All right? Because I know some of y'all be wondering, are you tripping? I'll let you know. And uh, we've also got a black pop quiz. So all that is going down today, plus the Big Up Let Down, which stars MC Hammer, Andre 3000, and an infamous chair. Good luck figuring that out. All right? You got to stick around and find out. So it's the holiday season. Our group chat topic of the week is when you buy someone a gift, do you buy do you buy them something they want or do you buy them something that you want them to have how do you choose your gifts for people also if you want to tell us about the best gift you've ever had or the worst gift we want to hear that too all right 1855 amanda 8 that's 1855262-6328 we'll be right back it's time to listen laugh and learn here on the amanda steel show show i'm amanda seals your favorite comedian and common sense specialist let's head on over to tunisia you're like oh, Amanda, why, why okay. are you taking us to tunisia <laughs> <laughs> like okay so a tunisian member of parliament has objected to denzel washington's casting as the carthaginian general hannibal mm-hmm. who was born in tunisia 
The issue they have is that they said that, you know, he's he's black and that that is not what Hannibal's skin color would be. By the way, Hannibal's skin color is not known. So that lets you know that they on some BS. French language Tunisian news outlet Le Presse published an article saying that the casting has created a historical error. And some users even accused Netflix of promoting. Are you ready? I'm ready. Woke culture. Oh, mm-hmm. so, you know, I don't know if y'all know this, but woke culture just means black people. A lot of times <laughs> it just means black people or caring about black people or just caring about any people uh, beyond just regular old, you know, Christian white people. Like anything right, outside right. of that, they're like, it's woke. Um, here at the Amanda Seal Show, though, we wanted to pit some of our best black actors against anybody to body any role because we mm. feel that for what it's worth there's a lot of black actors that could play some of these white people roles and kill it okay yep. so morgan freeman okay as abraham lincoln uh, works for me it makes sense right four score and seven years ago our fathers brought forth yeah i could see that i could see uh, it. viola davis as queen elizabeth Perfect. Why not? You is kind. You is smart. You is royal. Yes. <laughs> With just a little bit of snot coming down. Nice. A little bit. Right. Okay. Uh, Dr. Cornell West as Albert Einstein. Right? 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 Genius. You see, genius is 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 1% talent. And ninety nine percent hard work. Now I got to work on my Cornell, but I could—I I know if I just gave it a little bit of attention, I could really nail a Cornell. Uh, then, last but not least, Cat Williams as Jesus Christo, aka Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of little tank tank. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, you have to understand. There's so okay. When I was in high school, um, I went to a performing arts high school. We did five productions every year, so we would do like three major productions and then two one acts. And um, my senior year, the three top performers in the class were black people. It was me, Makia Cox, and Michael James Scott. And our teacher decided she was going to do three out of the five productions were like really black productions. It was Zora Neale Hurston's Spunk, Once on This Island, the musical, and Pearly the musical. And the white kids who we've been friends with for the last four years, they was not having it. They were very upset because they were like, well, why are we doing black plays if there's only three black people? And our teacher said they have spent the last three years playing white people. Mm. <laughs> they have spent the last three years in the, the crucible in, uh, you know, our town. Okay. In dancing at Lunasa. So it's time for y'all to get with it. And that is how we ended up with white folks pitting cotton in the Dr. Phillips High School production of Pearly. <laughs> Only Amanda Seals. <laughs> <laughs> First thing Monday morning. It was a time. It was a time. Shout out to DP. Ah, DP. Now, the question that we always have to ask y'all is... Black people, y'all should care because non-black folks care about history when it benefits them. But when it's about us, they act dumb. 
We always got to call that out. Okay. What are your thoughts on black folks being cast in non-black roles? Hit us up. one 855 amanda H. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we're going to talk about Sean Puffy Combs, his allegations, and the documentary that 50 Cent is reportedly doing about it. We'll be here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, everybody, it's time for the Amanda Seal Show. Uh, by the way, just a side note, shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan who announced that they're going to be doing a presidency <laughs> in Vegas. Your girl is too hyped. Yeah, it's very serious. Supreme, let me know when we going. Let wow. me know. I, that, I'm just hearing this now. So, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's going to be so amazing. Let me tell you, because I'm going to kick the truth to the young black youth. Okay? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, all right, let's get into some pop culture news, man. All we right. are back with an update. We're back with an update on Sean Puffy Combs. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, 18 companies have terminated their partnership with his e-commerce platform, Empower Global, after a string of sexual abuse allegations were brought against him. Now, remember... Mm. When we reported on ePower Global, it was actually a Black Joy story. And we were like, wow, look at Sean Puffy Combs creating spaces of wellness and economic togetherness. See, when people start doing things outside of their character, you got to ask questions. Like, well, I ain't never seen him do nothing like that before. So to date, there have been four suits filed against Puffs dating back to the very beginning of his career in the record industry in the early 90s. So we mm-hmm. wanted to ponder the question, is he on his way to becoming the Harvey Weinstein of hip hop? Mm. And if so, what now? Like, are we seeing a Me Too movement for hip hop? Will it trickle mm-hmm. down? Or is he just on the chopping block? And to me, the only way that we see a Me Too movement for hip hop is if there's a genuine willingness within the industry to mm-hmm. say, yeah, there was definitely behavior that should not have took place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about though, that I don't think is gonna happen is that people wanna be able to say that and and without impunity, with impunity. You know, right. like, the, like the men who have been involved in this type of behavior or even the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess to me, I feel like People are only willing to have this conversation if they feel like they won't get in trouble for for their past in uh, right. infractions. Right. And um, it's not like people were willing to have the conversation within the the Hollywood world. <laughs> it's just that it got to a point where enough women were like, "Nah, this this got to mm-hmm. stop. This got to mm-hmm. stop." Now we see someone like Russell Simmons, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has flip-flopped so many times. I feel like at one point he was like, you know, I didn't do nothing. Then at another point he was like, well, you know, I was on coke for the whole time. And then at another time he was like, everybody was doing this. It was crazy. You know, so it's kind of, it's like where he actually stands. You know where he actually stands? In Bali, where they have no extradition laws. Mm. Yikes. Mm -mm -mm -mm. That's not by accident. Do you think it's a little bit different too, though, Amanda, in hip-hop, where like in our culture, hip-hop is entertainment, but it's also a part of our actual culture as 1, black people. And it's yeah, connected 1, to the people. So it kind of takes the people on the ground too to be like, hey, we not cool with this behavior from our hip hop legends, our black leaders, X, Y, Z. I will always say that I wish we would police our space mm-hmm. ahead of the police in our space. <laughs> you know, like we as our own community should be the ones saying, hey, this is not okay. 
hey, right. this is not, we won't stand for this. You know, this right. is unacceptable. But instead, I think, I think what I see a lot of times is people being like, well, if that white man got away with it, why shouldn't we? <laughs> and I'm just like, why are we aspiring to such a low level of value system? I don't know. Right. When you say police our space, do you also mean like, you know, people say, can I listen to R. Kelly? Just the other day, you mentioned, can I listen to Guy? You know, now we have Diddy. And these are people that have influenced a lot of our memories, you know, and... I think the very specific thing about R. Kelly is that, like, he literally was talking about it in his songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. and that was trippy. Um, you know, I think you're right, though. It does become... When I say police our space, what I mean, though, is... Mm-hmm holding people accountable in our space. Mm-hmm. You know, we should be canceling people ourselves. We should yeah. be, you know, um, holding people to task ourselves. Like sometimes mm-hmm. there needs to be street justice ourselves. And instead yeah. we look at it like, well, if the white people get away with it, then why should we hold up people accountable within our own community? And I think that's just lazy. Some other folks accused are uh, Harvey Harf Pierre, who is a former president of Bad Boy Entertainment, mm-hmm. L.A. Reid. Uh, oh, yeah. Damn, takeoff took a hit. He's not even here no more. A woman is pressing on with her lawsuit against takeoff. She's mm. substituting his his mother as the defendant. <sighs> Jamie Foxx, Cuba Gooding Jr., and uh, Aaron Hall from the group guide. So there you go. All these Cuba filings against City. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's hip hop. He black. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, he wasn't like, coming to America. <laughs> like, all these filings against Puff happened in New York and most of them under the Adult Survivors Act. All right. Uh, it's a bill that was passed to allow victims to have a one year look back window to be able to file a civil case against their abuser. What are your thoughts? 1 855 Amanda 8. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for some 60-second headlines. We already let the cat the bag, Amanda, but the Wu-Tang Clan has announced that we'll be holding a Las Vegas residency in 2024, and it will begin February 9th, coinciding with the Super Bowl weekend. I... (laughs) Killer bees on the swarm! I'll be there. Oh, I will be there. (laughs) Also, the College Board has released an updated framework for its new AP African-American Studies course months after they came under intense scrutiny for engaging with conservative critics. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it's done any justice to like what was actually challenged. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's excluding critical race theory, structural racism, LGBTQ issues. So, I mean, ultimately, it's like the same BS, just a little bit more flavor. They just added some old bay. That's all. <laughs> also, President Joe Biden will hold his first in-person meeting with the families of Americans taken hostage by Hamas today. If I were these families meeting with Joe Biden, like they'd have to hold me back because y'all know that these people are held hostage and you keep being OK with them bombing. How, how are we going to get the hostages if mm. you not stopping the bombing? Mm. How that work? This math mm-hmm. does not math. Never has. Also, Cardi B and her husband, Offset, has parted ways. In a recent Instagram Live, she said she's been sharing clues that they are no longer together. Listen, she was on set the other day. That was probably a clue. <laughs> you know, Cardi and, and Offset, uh, you know, that's a lot of energy. 
So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. It's a lot of energy. But I hope everybody's happy and I hope the kids are getting, you know, what they need from both of their parents and the co-parenting. Mm-hmm. It's a tough time, but she said it's been a minute. So who yeah. knows how long, you know. But uh, those are your 60-second headlines. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's time to come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You know what it is. It is Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show. And you know what it's time for? It's time to bring up some history. In other words, why are you bringing up old-ish? Why are you bringing up old-ish? And today, we have got our good friend Garrison Hayes. He's a filmmaker. He's a creator, an entrepreneur, amplifies stories that changes the world. He is a husband to a Grenadian, Elijah Paul Grenada Massive. And uh, he's here today. And today, Garrison, to my understanding, you are going to give us some history behind whiteness. That's exactly right. It's a good day. It's always a good day, Amanda, when I get to hang out with you. Listen, how did white people become white people is the question that we're here to answer today. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering how did the peculiar peach people of pallor begin to conceptualize, to think of themselves as a collective group known as white Uh, Amanda, do you have any white in you? Of course. Look at how light skin I am. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) No, it's fine. I listen. I whenever I get burned, sunburned, I'm just like (laughs) you're reminded. (laughs) You are reminded of exactly what we're going to be talking about. I I think this is a really important question to answer because most white people have really never taken the time to interrogate, hmm? to I investigate. Talked about this yes. Yes, to to ruminate exactly. Like mm-hmm. they've never taken the time to think about how they came to identify as white in the first place. And so, I think it's important to start with black people because at some point my ancestors, Amanda, your ancestors, we were told that we were black, right? Like we 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 didn't have an idea of some collective black identity before slavery um we were igbo we were yoruba Mm -hmm. we were ashanti right we didn't say we were black Mm -hmm. exactly shout out to grenada and Mm -hmm. and similarly white people didn't exist before the middle of the 17th century as in the middle of the 1600s And if that begins to ring some bells for you, it makes you think of like, say, the year 1619 or Nicole Hannah-Jones amazing project, the 1619 project. I think you're on to something and we'll get to a little bit more of that later. 
And so these people have been around for a long time. They've existed throughout history. They just didn't identify as white people. They were Englishmen. They were Dutch. They were Greek. They were Gaul. They were Scottish. They were Scythian, right? They had ethnic and tribal identities. Um, And so I had a really great conversation a couple of months ago with Princeton history professor, Dr. Nell Urban Painter. She wrote this amazing book that chronicles the invention of this diasporic pan-European white identity. And the book is appropriately, appropriately named The History of white people. And she explained how white identity was constructed primarily as a differentiation from black identity. Okay. So during the 16 and 1700s, greedy white men were in many ways reverse engineering theology and philosophy and history to justify the horrific ways that they were violating African people, creating us and them categories that some of y'all are working overtime to justify to this day. Here, I'll end it here, Amanda. Here's the end of this history lesson. Whiteness is and always has been a political identity, a fraternal Mm. order, a loyalty rewards program that depends entirely on all of its members agreeing to maintain the myth. And I hope that y'all stop. Why you bringing up old issues? Don't say we don't teach you nothing here at the Amanda Seals Show. Okay? That concept of whiteness as a political view is something I will talk to you about offline. All right. Uh, That is Garrison Hayes. Where can they check out more of your thoughts and thinking, Mr. Hayes? You can find me on Instagram at Garrison H. You can find me on TikTok at Garrison Hayes. I'll see you over there. Appreciate you, man. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Wednesday, December 13th. Happy birthday if today is your birthday. Happy birthday to Taylor Swift. Uh, She is, according to Time Magazine, she is the female Jesus. Uh, Apparently, she (laughs) is the most influential person on the planet. Uh, Also, happy birthday to actor, musician, comedian, Jamie Foxx. He's got a lot going on lately, but uh, we Mm -hmm. hope his health at least continues to improve. And then happy birthday to NeNe Leakes. Uh, I saw a picture of Mimi Leakes recently and did not recognize her, but oh. I do know that her classic phrase, I said what I said, should have its own birthday because the way that <laughs> we use it, it lives on its own. It's its own entity. Now, coming up this hour in Black Year News, the Texas Supreme Court tried to control a pregnant woman's body. And she took matters into her own hand. We're going to talk about that. Also, we've got That's Not My Ministry with Rita Brent and today's Big Up Let Down, which involves Hammer, Andre 3000, and an infamous chair. Mm. All right. Now, remember, if you miss any of this radio show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. All you got to do is go to get your podcast and put in the Amanda Seal show and bleh, I am right there. All right. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, Side Effects of Patriarchy with Chidera Egeru, uh, a.k.a. The Slum Flower. Y'all, if you haven't listened to any episode all year long, this is the one. 
Okay? okay, especially all my ladies out there. Actually, no, everyone need to listen to it. <laughs> when I tell you, sis is on it, and then she hits you with the British accents, so that just makes it even more impactful. <laughs> so, because she's really in your head. She re- no, in your head. She's on our heads. <laughs> she's on our heads. And for all of us women out here, she's gathering us and getting us together in the best way possible. And it, we need it. So, shout out to that episode. Check it out wherever you get your podcast. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. This story is trippy. All my folks out there and all my folks out there in Tejas in Texas, listen close. Mm-hmm. So the Texas Supreme Court ruled that this white lady, Kate Cox, could not obtain an abortion under the state's medical emergency exception. She sought the abortion after learning that her fetus has a fatal condition. And doctors mm-hmm. told her that she could risk her future fertility if she mm-hmm. didn't get the procedure. So her future ability to have kids, which is what they all claim that they want, right? Mm -hmm. So on Monday, the Center for Reproductive Rights announced that she bounced. She skated from Texas to get healthcare somewhere else following what the group that represents Cox described as a week of legal whiplash. So here's the crazy part about this. She went through the legal... um, What's the word I'm looking for? She went... Yes, she went through the legal channels that she was supposed mm-hmm. to, right? She's apparently the first person to actually like legally ask for a break, you know, from the law mm-hmm. to get this uh, procedure. And then they're still over here bickering back and forth about it. And it's like, <laughs> this should not have anything to do with your body. This is right. not a political matter. And right. it shows because they're trying to apply like the timing of politics to biology. What's crazy. And I just feel like uh, her lawsuit, it's believed, you know, to be one. It is one of the first attempts, you know, since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. But imagine Mm -hmm. the emotional toll on this. Like, imagine being in this situation and knowing that there's a bunch of men who don't know you. They don't care about Mm -hmm. you. They only care about their own. Like, sometimes it's their ideology. Sometimes it's just their money. Right. Like, they're just like, well, if I vote against this or if I allow this to happen, then I'm not going to get reelected. This is an actual person. Right. Anyways, the forensic pathologist, I mean, and and let me tell you, there's this other whole other story in Ohio, the case of Brittany Watts. Mm -hmm. This sister gave birth to a stillborn. She had been sent home from the hospital twice Mm because she went to the hospital complaining of pain. She ended up, um, you know, she, she, the baby ended up coming out of her in, in the, in the toilet in a miscarriage. And Mm -hmm. now they're trying to charge her with all types of criminal charges the forensic pathologist george sturbins testified the fetus was non-viable due to premature ruptured membrane Mm -hmm. and um the autopsy report found no injury to the fetus and the baby died before passing through the birth canal i i want to hear more about this story because i'm just curious how how do the cops even get involved in this um you know but nonetheless we always have to ask the question Black people should care because when the law doesn't work for white women, you know we in trouble. Sure. Now, what do you think about abortion rights in America today? Would love to hear from you. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Rita Brent is back next up with That's Not My Ministry. So keep it locked to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for another edition of That's Not My Ministry with Rita Brent. Not my ministry. Not my ministry. My ministry. My ministry. Not my ministry. Rita, what is not your ministry? Please let us know. All right. I recently saw a story about Krishan Rock, um, mm. who got some tattoos covered up on her neck of blue face. I mean, with a. She- uh, she literally had his face on her neck, like on her epiglottis. <laughs> yeah. And that was my reminder that getting tattoos, period, is not my ministry. I don't have oh. any. Yeah, I don't want period. any. And I'm definitely not going to get a person that I'm dating their face or their name on me because you don't know if you're going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I get my ex-husband tattoo on <laughs> Like, that would have been crazy. But also, I feel like if you're going to get a tattoo on you, like something like that put it in an obscure place like a booty cheek like something that somebody is not going to see you know what i mean like why would you get it there why would you get it there to show your man i feel like yeah i mean she literally had this man's face on her neck and she has said it was so that even if whenever you see my face you see your face like it was like I forgot like her reasoning and I was just like ah no. so get, getting tattoos in the name of toxic love is not my ministry no. and also I don't think you should get tattoos period that just don't age well you know like if it's mm. it'll start off as a strawberry in your 20s but then it may stretch to a watermelon. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't get. <laughs> well, it, it depends on where you're getting it. I mean, if you're getting a tattoo on your like stomach and then you have a baby, you know, who it knows goes that. Yeah. From a tiger paw to a wolverine claw. I'm just saying we got to be more careful. All right. I mean, so, I have a tramp stamp, so I can't talk. Oh, what? Now, where, what part of the body is that? What part of the body is a tramp stamp? Yeah. I hear this all the time, back. but I don't Lower back. The lower oh. back. Yeah. Yeah. Lower so back, if your, tramp stamp. If your butt gets. Yeah, my back ain't. I mean, I'm where I'm at. I mean, I'm 42 and it, <laughs> it, has, it has remained uh, pretty intact, but it did get bigger in just over time, just because when I was 18, I, has, I was still in the midst of my growth spurt. So, mm. yeah. I have six well, tattoos. Oh, wow. There is a big back movement. So just be, uh, <laughs> be aware. <laughs> <laughs> you get one on your back it yeah. might go from a lemon to a banana so There's again that's not my ministry that yeah. movement oh my god <laughs> no tattoos for me I'm good it's not my ministry <laughs> there you go you got to know what's for you y'all alright well we're for you here at the Amanda Seal Show so don't go anywhere we'll be right back the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up 
time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. All right, y'all, this is the Amanda Seal Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Hope everybody's having a good day out there. We are here doing our best to give you the laughs and the facts, and it is time for our Big Up Letdown. Today's Big Up, Big Up. Today's Big Up goes to the Montgomery Brawl folding chairs whiteness paying off. Stick with me. Okay, okay. So the black man, Reggie Bernard Ray, who was Mm -hmm. captured on video wielding a folding chair, famously at this point, wielding (laughs) a folding chair during the viral brawl in Montgomery's Riverbrook Park, will avoid jail time. Yay. Yes, y'all. He's been ordered to perform 50 hours of community service and pay $357 in court fees. Where he at? I'll pay the fees, okay? <laughs> and I think that the reason why this is happening and this is why we're giving a big up is because, baby, thank God that folding chair was white. Lord, <laughs> if it had been brown and made of wood, had it been black, Mr. Ray would be under the jail, okay? <laughs> it would be under the jail, but it was a pure white chair. Okay, mm. representing the purity and sanctity of supremacy. So, black folks, we found a loophole. Put the black pistols down. Pick the white folding chairs up. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, today's let down. Today's let down goes to our hip hop heroes for putting their bangay before the culture. Walk with me. Okay, so MC Hammer. And mm-hmm. Andre 3000 have made mm-hmm. headlines recently for comments on why they are declining to participate in hip hop celebrations, honors, and award shows. Let's hear what MC Hammer has to say. You ain't heard me uh, go to none of these hip hop 50. And just for the record, I got invited to every one. But I really don't have the patience for the fakeness. I'm really, you know what I'm saying? I'm really 60 years old. So I can't really, you know, I can't get with the fakeness of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can do it with a young cat, but I can't come around old cats and still be pretending. What you want me to call you? Six shooter. Hey, six shooter. Man, come on, man. Man, man, come on, man. Ain't none of your bodies turned up yet. Every, I, I just can't do it. But I might, you know, I might get, I don't know, but Pac got me out here today. My first hip hop 50 event that I said yeah to, and the only one is to come and say how much I love Pac, right? Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. Please. Uh, okay, let's hear what Andre 3000 had to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, I think you like getting back into that person that created those songs. Um, I didn't feel like I was ready to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, is that a different person? Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, it's, it's, yeah, a completely different person. Like, I'm 48 now. Like, that person that wrote those songs yeah. were, <laughs> you know, a whole nother dude, you know. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to be in a place where, I'm doing it on some just because I'm trying to meet an expectation. Like I didn't get into Outkast for that, you know. Yeah. We were just kids like trying to see how far we could take it. Oh, get over yourselves. (laughs) Get over yourselves. I'm begging you. Just get over yourselves. Like we got MC Hammer over here talking about it's too fake for me to come and do a (laughs) 50 years of hip hop celebration. Like what? Then we got Andre like, I mean, when I wrote those records, I was 20 and now I'm 48. I mean, that's how time works. <laughs> that, that's, that's how time works. You know what I'm saying? 
I just think my frustration here is that y'all hip hop is a part of our culture. And these right. are people that created and advanced that culture. We don't mm -hmm. want you to come through and celebrate 50 years of hip hop because we want you to pretend you're back in the day. We right. want you to come so we can honor you for what you created back in the day mm -hmm. that still impacts us to this day. All right. Mm -hmm. So somebody send this to one of them. All right. <laughs> Maybe it'll change their minds. Let's go to the phone lines. Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our topic of the week is when you give a gift, do you give something that the person wants or do you give what you think they should have? Like, what is your gift giving policy? Also, I want to hear what was the best and worst gifts y'all have ever either received or given. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. Everybody, I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. If you haven't checked out my political comedy documentary in Amanda, we trust. I would love for you to do so. Go to inamandawetrust.com. All right. Let's go to our phone lines. Who's on the phone line? Hey, Amanda. Um, this is Tyler from PA. I just wanted to say I really thoroughly enjoyed you and the crew playing the movie game with the color purple. It had me turn the movie on. I never watched it from beginning, middle, and end, but I swore I knew the movie just like your crew members swore they knew the movie without watching mm. But I mm. just have to say, I may be black. I may be ugly, <laughs> but I'm here. Y'all have a great one. Bye. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you see what we're doing here on this show? <laughs> we changing minds. We changing mm -hmm. minds. I love that for her. I love that for her, y'all. Remember to hit us up, 1-855-8. We want to hear if the things that we're doing on this show are changing your mind. 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with an Am I Trippin'? And Professor Supreme will join us for a Black Pop Quiz. It's a Black Pop Quiz, what it is. All right, it's the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. National Cocoa Day. I'm in love with oh. the cocoa. Mm, mm, <laughs> I'm in high. love, but I, I don't think he was talking about the same cocoa, though. Uh, <laughs> no. 
not that kind. <laughs> I think we're talking about more of a with marshmallows type of cocoa. Right. Right. Um, so there's that. Uh, coming up this hour, y'all, we got Am I Tripping? I want you to stick around. I'll let you know if you are actually tripping. Uh, if you want to get in on Am I Tripping, by the way, all you got to do is follow us at Seal Set It and drop your Am I Tripping in the DMs. Lay it out for us. Give us a scenario and I'll let you know if you're tripping. All right. We also got Professor Supreme joining us for another Black Pop quiz. And we got Why You Bringing Up All-ish with Garrison Hayes. He's going to break down the history of whiteness, like the actual, you know, beginnings of the actual term white. So stick around for that. Stay connected with us 24-7. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now, y'all know every Friday I do a segment called things I learned this week. Yeah. And I would love to hear what you all learned this week. All right. So when we're recording, sometimes I will have my Instagram live on and someone just said that actually Coco be having lead in it. Coco. So that's something I just learned today. Things I learned today. I'm going to go research that and see, but I I don't know. That sounds like it could be the case. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal show with Am I Tripping? Don't go nowhere. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. Uh, it's time for Am I Trippin'. I love Am I Trippin'. People DM us at Seal Set It on Instagram. And they lay out like the situation that they're dealing with. And we give them some insight on whether or not they're tripping. So let's get into it. This is an anonymous from Philly. My wife and I have been married for a little over a year. And we just had our new baby three months ago. It's been a busy year to say the least, and this is our first official Christmas this year as a family. Now, one of her sisters just left going back to Charleston after staying with us for the first two months of helping us with the baby. Now, while I'm happy she was able to help, that's a lot for our one bedroom in Philly. This sounds like Jeezy and, and Jeannie. Because we both are from different places and had the newborn, we stayed home and didn't really do much for new for Thanksgiving. But now since it's Christmas, her family wants to come up and have us host for the holidays. The hotels in the area are pricey, but we don't have the space to host her parents and her two sisters. I love my wife's family at all, but they can be a bit smothering for lack of better terms. Honestly, I would just prefer us starting our own traditions this first Christmas and figure out the rest next year. Am I tripping for not wanting her family to come for the holidays or should I just play happy host for this Christmas? Well, I've got thoughts. (laughs) I've got thoughts. And I'm going to share them with you when we get back right here to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm going to let this brother know if he's tripping or not. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We are in the midst of an am I tripping. Now, let me just say, Mm -hmm. I just assumed and I said like, oh, this brother. But at the end of the day, this doesn't have to be a brother. I mean, they could be a lesbian couple for all we know. But the last break, we got... It could be non-binary, trans. I mean, they didn't specify. But the last break, we got a DM from an anonymous newlywed in Philly. And they want to know if they're tripping for not wanting to host their wife's family for their first Christmas together. Now, mm. they went on, you know, they they illuminated that they don't got a lot of space. Right. You know, right. and that the wife's family do be a bit OD. They did say <laughs> the wife's family do be a bit, do, do be a bit OD. Um, you know, I get the idea of like we want to I, we want to start our own traditions, right? Right. I think something that needs to be explored though is how is the wife's mental health postpartum? 
because oh. okay yeah because the sister they said that the sister came and helped out with them for two months and then right. left mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times people don't know that when when mothers new mothers are like raising the kid like it can be really really isolating and mm-hmm. even though you get to go to work and come home like they really be in the in the house or they be with that baby like so much right and right. They just want to have, you know, some some comfort around them. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a perspective here that could be explored that says maybe you don't have to be the sole source of comfort <laughs> this Christmas. Right, um, right. But I think there's also this perspective in the idea of how like he was like, well, they were like um, her family is smothering. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes that can be something positive, right? Like these people care enough to be just like mm. all up on y'all. A lot of people are having <laughs> kids that don't nobody care. Okay. <laughs> like ain't nobody trying That's to true. help. Ain't That's nobody true. trying to come through. And I think this could be an opportunity to, to do that. But again, I think if, if this person is saying that they're just like, it's all about the family first, clear it up with, do you feel like as a new mom, Mm-hmm. You feel supported. Do you feel mm-hmm. like them coming will make you feel like even more excited about, you know, this first Christmas with your baby? And right. I think that's a conversation that they should have, you know? So I don't think they're tripping. I just think that there's still room for more discussion. Right. A conversation to be had. Yeah, that's it. And that's the most, I feel like that's for the most part, the situation with a lot of scenarios. There's just a conversation that needs to be had. Now, sometimes people call you to have a conversation. The conversation is actually a bunch of BS and you have to tell them, you know, I don't want to converse with you further because you are full of it. (laughs) And then you get off the phone very quickly and you call your lawyer. But that's a whole other conversation for another day. (laughs) When we get back, we have a pop quiz, a black pop quiz is what it is right here with Professor Supreme. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals and it's time for us to get into a block quiz. It's a black pop quiz, what it is. Professor Supreme, please. Ready to proctor. I'm ready to proctor. <laughs> and next year I'm yeah. going to the eye doctor, so I'm gonna have my glasses. So I'm really gonna. Oh wow! <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. 2024 is the new me. But uh, yeah, we got a black prop quiz. You know what it is. A couple questions here, and Amanda and Jeremiah like the Bible. We're gonna see who knows the most about. Um, we're talking presidents this go round. So okay. here we go. If no presidential candidate receives 270 electoral votes during an election, which group mm-hmm. determines who will be president? Is it A, the House of Representatives, or B, the Senate? The House. Yeah, the House. No, the Senate. The well, Senate. Only two answers, Jeremy. <laughs> it no, is the House of Representatives. It's You're the absolutely house. correct. They uh, okay, have so. a vote and then they, you know, decide what's what. So there you go. The House of Representatives actually does do something. All right. Next one we got. <laughs> they actually did do something. <laughs> what year was the voting age lowered from 21 to 18? I remember my parents talking about this too. A, oh. 1945 or B, 1971? 71. Yes, absolutely. 71. I feel like it has to do with the Vietnam War. 
Yes, the 26th Amendment lowered the voting age from 21 to 18. So that was right after the war in Vietnam, as they said in Forrest Gump. That was before my time, before my time. It was definitely before my time. It was time. before all of our time, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every other day, everybody would be old heads. Now, nah, now nah, everybody would be young today. <laughs> no, oh, be young. That okay. wasn't our time. That wasn't our time. All right, let's bring it home, Amanda Seals. Election Day is the first Tuesday after November. November. Wait a minute. It's the first Tuesday after November 1st. The date was set to encourage what group of people to vote? A, teachers, or B, farmers? Farmers. Farmers. Yeah, this is actually very interesting. They vote on Tuesday because it allowed more rural people enough time to travel into town and early November is far enough from the harvest and harsh winters to avoid interfering with ag- agriculture. Yeah. Agriculture. Yeah. That's I was like, he's not going to let that go. He's going to say that word again. Yeah, I got to get that right. <laughs> I-, I can't be proctoring an exam saying what the best <laughs> words are. <laughs> and here's a yeah, bonus question. You know, I like you know how I, wait, wait. You know how I knew that the answer was was that they changed the, the date, well, that they made this date for voting for for farmers, not teachers? America ain't never gave a damn about teachers. Right, this government right. ain't never gave no damn about no teachers. They ain't never done nothing sure because the they wanted to help in. teachers out. And okay, I thought this last was another one. good question, too. One more question. Over 35,000 people registered to vote on National Voter Registration Day this year. What mm-hmm. artist was credited for having a major impact on that number? Is Tell it Taylor Swift. Oh, okay, Jeremiah. <laughs> like the Bible. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> one right this week. It's because Tom said like she changed million. the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Good job, Jeremiah. That's your and that's your that's your generation. <laughs> yes. But shout out to um the world reigning champion of the block. Amanda Seals on the Amanda Seals show. You can follow us at Seals Set It. You get the theme we got going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Winner and steel champion. All right. Keep it like right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We got more to say. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I want to just send our love out to the family and friends of Andre Brower, who passed away. Andre Brower, incredible actor. You know him from. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine from uh, Homicide. Jeremiah knows him from Poseidon, (laughs) which, (laughs) you know, classic film. Um, But yeah, 61 years old. I'm not sure what the cause of death was. I'm not even sure why we always ask that. Why do we always do that? Why do we always ask? We just know. What's that about? We need to dig. We, I need to reflect on what that's about. But uh, definitely. That's what it is. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They say he what died else? due to a brief illness, but they didn't identify what the illness is. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. There you heard it. TJ told you he died due to a brief illness. I mean, I think, uh, you know, we've lost an incredible actor and uh, contributor mm. to the African-American cultural canon. And so I just definitely wanted to send our, our love out to not only his friends and his family, but also, you know, we're fans. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the word. 
Amanda Seals. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. We're going to get into our word of the day. All right, our word of the day. The word of the day is convalesce. Hmm. <laughs> convalesce. Um, this is like a ballet term. I don't know why, even though I know it's not one. It's but, not arabesque. Uh, <laughs> it's convalesce. Uh, convalesce to to like blend something smoothly or like with intent like you know we're coming together like if you have a blended family that's not like chaotic and dramatic like we all like each other here you know what that's actually not a bad guess because the latin root con means with right so i was gonna say um like is that the place where the nuns stay at in the convalesce like the convent that's what you're um, thinking of the convent. count me out man. <laughs> <In> the convalesce. <laughs> i love watching y'all's brains try to make these things make sense um both of you are wildly incorrect uh to convalesce is a verb that means to recover health and strength gradually after sickness, injury, or weakness. Like you've heard of convalescent homes. Oh, um, okay, 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 okay. You know, like I was very thankful that it took me very short amount of time to convalesce after my recent breakup. Uh, mm. Just, you know, 10 days back at, back at it, y'all. Back oh, at man. it, back at it. <laughs> um, Bronny James is still convalescing from his recent health scare, but has resumed playing basketball at USC and yeah. has also resumed being hated on by grown men because he is the child of LeBron James. So mm. there's that. Okay. Ain't waste no like, time. Like this. Oh, he's back? This, I didn't know he was back. He played in a game and people are in the on Twitter like, you still suck. It's like I mean, <laughs> is it worth it though? Like, I don't know. Why is he back out? That, that's kind of scary to me as a parent. Like, just to go back out there. I'm sure it's that. scary to them as a parent. Yeah. I'm sure Savannah was like, please, baby, please. And he was like, nah, ball is life. That's too much. That's stressful too in his day and age. You get locked yeah. in to be a doctor at this point. And it, it's right. You know, if you're a doctor in the wrong place doing, you know, the right kind of medicine, they will lock you up. Well, I think that ultimately they have the most money to have the best doctors to tell them, can fact. you play or not? Yeah, <laughs> right. <fact. laughs> they definitely didn't go to Homeboy LLC uh, urgent care. All right. Coming up this hour, <laughs> politicians say the darndest thing in case you missed it. And uh, remember, you can stay connected with us. one 855 amanda is the number. That's one 855 We'll be right back. Actually, you know what? Actually, we want to do our uh, our group chat topic of the week is gift giving. What kind of gift giver are you? Let me just say that in 2002, I was given the gift of uh, Master P wristbands. They are P. Miller wristbands, a pair of red okay. P. Miller wristbands. You still have and <laughs> I gave them to my roommate at the time. And oh, literally okay. for the last 20 years, we send each other this as a gift. Like, so sometimes you may get it for Christmas. Sometimes you may get it for a birthday. You might skip a year and then it'll just show up. Like she gave me like a book and I opened the book and the God dang P. Miller wristbands was still there. Oh man. So <laughs> I love stuff like that. I would prefer that than actually, she's, we, she hasn't even given me a real gift. We haven't given each other a real <laughs> gift in like forever. So shout out to Emily. Uh, we'll be right back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. 
Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals. Also, you can subscribe to my Patreon at theamandaverse.com. And, uh, you know, you can also check me out on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right, let's get into this. Politicians say the smartest thing. All right, guys. So today's politician is Dennis Francis, a U.N. General Assembly president. And he had this to say about the ceasefire vote in Gaza. What we are witnessing is the unprecedented collapse of an already crumbling humanitarian system in real time. It is incumbent upon us as the United Nations to bring an immediate end to the suffering of innocent civilians. Okay. Um, that was, what is his name again? Dennis. <laughs> Dennis Francis. That was Dennis Francis, the UN General Assembly President, uh, talking about a ceasefire in Gaza that is also a Trini. Okay, he is from Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> and just as a West Indian, just anytime you hear a West Indian in a position of power like that, you know, in a high position, and they just give you the accent. <laughs> this is an accent of learning. This is an accent of, of, of information. It is also the same accent as the Air Jamaica customer service representatives. <laughs> because whenever you call in and you're trying to get um, your seat changed, they say, hello, welcome to Air Jamaica. It is incumbent upon us that we give you a new seat. <laughs> I All jokes aside, all jokes aside. So we did talk about um, yesterday... Mm-hmm. This the the action that was being taken by the other countries outside of the Security Council on the UN mm-hmm. in the UN. All right, there's like 193 mm-hmm. countries in the UN. There's 15 countries in the in the Security Council, and America and the UK had voted to veto the ceasefire. So then, these other the other countries are able to enact. Uh, I think it's called Order 377, where just as a body they vote and they kind of are supposed to go over the head of right. the Security Council. Right. Now, this has only been enacted 13 times since the UN was created. It has only been enacted 13 times. Five of those times, it was enacted because of Israel. Really? Yes. Five of those times, it was enacted because of Israel being extra uh, as a, you know, as a, as a, as a nation uh, in their, in terms of their militarization. And so there's really no power that the UN actually has to enact Mm -hmm. to to like enforce this I will say in the past Israel has responded to the ceasefire by actually heeding a ceasefire I don't think that's actually going to happen this time Uh, but a lot of the frustration that a lot of people feeling are just that the UN is performative and you're just like I mean I thought y'all was really about something but what is is the UN actually about nonetheless here we are over 60 days in to what is taking place and there is something I think for a lot of people to feel like okay at least the world is acknowledging and waking up to the realities mm-hmm. of what's taking place uh, mm-hmm. we have lost so many lives up until this point that it does feel like a little too late and mm-hmm. there's something that is would be called a Pyrrhic victory which is when the losses are greater than the win uh, wow. however I know that when we see this what we're what we're seeing is people are understanding that okay this has gone too far. And that's right. the first step in taking to the next step, which is, you know, really trying to understand how there can be a solution that does not involve any more violence. 
Right. So, big up to the Trini, okay? And I can promise you if he's a Trini, then he has a Grenadian somewhere in the line because there's always a connection. <laughs> we'll be right back. Then we'll still show y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. We got into a lot of things, all right? Shout out to my homeboy, Desmond Thorne. Came through and joined us for Watch Don't Watch. I know you like me and you be turning on these apps. You be like, what? There's so much to choose from. I don't I don't know what to do. If the picture, if the thumbnail don't hit me, then I'm missing out on a lot. So Desmond came and gave us his expertise. So make sure you check that out. Also, big up to the people of Barbados. All the beige on them. They said they're owed $4.9 trillion in reparations from slavery. And let me tell you, like Barbados just got out from British rule. Their whole education system has been British. So that means they was doing that math with British maths, okay? So it's like, if the numbers is wrong, it's y'all fault. It's y'all fault, okay? Uh, we also took your calls for voting and venting, and we have the big up let down that starred Adele, Aretha Franklin, and some swimwear. So don't go anywhere. We got that. because, But you know what it is, though? I think that you really need to not miss the fact that I sang a new version of Jingle Bells yeah. written by our very own Rita Brent. And if you if you go back and listen to the podcast for any reason, let it be that. Okay? Let it be that. Yeah, all right. Maybe sure you check out my other podcast, Small Doses. Uh, this week's episode, Side Effects of Alabama Voting Rights with Kadita Stone. Okay? Make sure you check that out. Stay connected with us on social media by following at Seals Said It. And coming up on Wednesday's show, we have journalist Garrison Hayes back for Why You Bringing Up Old Ish. She's going to give us some history. Rita Brent is back with That's Not My Ministry, plus another edition of Am I Trippin'? Make sure to follow us at Seal Said It on Instagram. And, you know, you can come through. It's a safe space. Dropping them DMs, a little situation that you feel like you're having trouble with. We want to give you some advice. All right. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. I'm Amanda Seals. I'll see you tomorrow. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.